Good misses? Our yeah. guest is very funny already. Roll it, ho! Yes, sir. I know. That's a good one. Yeah. This is going to be a good one. It's a good one for me anyway. We'll see what everybody else thinks, but it's going to be great for my brain. Super fun. (laughs) Super fun. Hello, Mrs. Ryan. Let's see you get the right card here. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, Today is Wednesday, October 23rd, 2019. My name is Jay Ryan. This is Nicole Ryan. Welcome back to the old late night playset. Uh, our guest is oh wait hang on i've got a card for this this is great uh tonight's guest was nominated for a cable ace award and the 1997 american comedy Awards stand-up of the year <laughs> the new york post described him as a perfect fusion of dean martin and jerry lewis oh my goodness it's going to be bobby collins going to be in here in a few minutes we're going to talk to him i'm very very excited this uh, everybody knows i'm a fan of comedy grew up a fan of comedy mrs ryan made a career out of it uh so anytime we get to have somebody that uh we've known their comedy for a long time sitting in the chair it's a good day. It's a good day. Uh, has really nothing to do with the the, com- uh, the comedy. It's just so much more the person who does the comedy. Their brain is formed similarly. Yeah, so, connections. It's always nice for fantastic. me. Oh, my hands are still wet. I just washed my hands and got everything dirty here. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Mrs. Ryan. How are you doing? We'll bring it in a little tighter here. Go on, go on. How's your day? Uh, f- fine. Uh, fine. Fine. Uh, my body is a trash heap, but I'm trash heap. it's just nothing works, but I'm keeping my brain focused and mm-hmm. figured out some new stuff with my MS stuff, like connections in my immune system and stuff. So it's been productive that way. That all sounds great. And then I know you've already got a very big fan in our guest today. <laughs> He's yeah. told me I'm a lucky guy three times. Good stuff. <laughs> He's a good man. Oh, uh, all right. So what do we have to get through here? A uh, couple things. Couple things. Today is Johnny Carson's birthday. That's kind of a neat thing. Happy birthday. Yeah. Let's see. 25. He was born in 25. So whatever that would be now. Jeez. Would be 90 something. So bad at math. 94. Is that right? That, yeah. yeah. Wow. That's amazing. Happy that's birthday. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's pretty nice. I mean, he was, you know, 80. I think he was 80 when he died crazy pants uh so i wanted to say that it's also national talk show day so i want to say that happy happy national talk show day happy oh i should have loaded up the bubbles and the fog and everything else for that <laughs> gee whiz get the confetti cannon for the porsche experience center i'm excited about that that's gonna be awesome uh and then the only other thing was um i just wanted to say thank you to michael down at taco t our australian friend who um you know we've been working on logos and stuff uh, for the show and, and hunziker's helping us a lot with with uh, merch stuff behind the scenes that is yet to come out but it's coming it's coming uh but i needed to have a logo drawn and blah 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 and it was one of those our guy just did some free work i'd already come up with it i'd already made it but he did all the drawing and everything so i just cool. want to throw it out there there we go Lena, I face it. we have a logo gorgeous oh it's so exciting but michael down at taco t down in Australia. Friends with Ron Goodman, who was a guest on Friday. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. That stuff out of the way. You're feeling better. Yellow car is healthy. After the show yesterday, uh, well, during the show yesterday, I think we told everybody what was going on with the car and the noise and TLG and the whole bit. So, uh, luckily, as I mentioned yesterday, Marco and the family over at TLG, give your Porsche some TLC. Come on home to TLG. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> can't, can't help it every time. Marco and Steve and the guys over at uh, uh, at TLG got us all running. And then our guest yesterday, Lorraine Rochelle, literally after the show, drove me over there. She was like, you know, I could take it. If it's, it's not that She's far, right? I'm awesome. like, no, just, like, I'll, just, I'll just take it. I was like, that's amazing. It was a great Our day. guest was also my Uber driver yesterday, or my Lyft, <laughs> my Lyft driver. Uh, okay, Mrs. Ryan, I only have an East Coast feed to do today, and then, you know, on with the show. All right. Um, this is going to be... All right, we'll check in. Check, check in with the East Coast feed. Danbury Chive, I believe, we're at Ridgefield BMW today. Let's see what's going on there. Hey, Mr. and Mrs. Ryan. Look, there's Kenny. Hey, everybody. Want to send some random love from BMW at Ridgefield today? Because we got something fun. I just give you fun shit all the time. And hey, why is you bringing your car in for service is the better question. Oh, I hit a pothole. And that's it. It's just a little pothole, nothing big. Let's take a look right here. Oh. Can you see? Can you see that? Watch this, watch this. The whole phone well, goes in the dryer and come back out. But wait, there's more. Just a pothole. It's not that bad. How about the back tire? Oh, man. You want to go in? 
You want to go in the hole? There you go. There you go. You guys were just, you were just inside a tire. See, that doesn't happen that often. You could actually go inside a tire with a whole family of YouTube followers. That's it. Send us a random love. Signing off. Later. Oh my goodness gracious. Well, that's a, we have a guest today who is uh, from New York and uh, that is a New York City pothole uh, effect right there. I've never seen that happen. I mean, I've gotten flats. I've bent rims. I cracked rims in the old days driving in New York City, but uh, I've never seen that happen. I think that's a victim of technology. (laughs) That's a run flat tire. That's what happens there. That's egregious. (laughs) But, but they still drove it. They drove it all the way back to Connecticut. So that's pretty good. That is pretty cool. I didn't. I mean, that was in the service drive-through. That did not look like it got off a tow truck. You're right. I did not think about that part. Holy cow. So, Mrs. Ryan, only the other thing, and there's nothing new news, but we have to do it anyway. We've got to go through the motions. (laughs) (laughs) Let us check in with Daywatch. Oh, my. It gets me every time. It's It's hearing that song sitting at this desk. Oh, hi. Hi, everybody. <laughs> there you are. <laughs> <laughs> it's every time, though, sitting at this desk hearing that song, it's, it's, whew. I mean, when I was a kid, I used to go to this show in the theater and see all that stuff. You know what I mean? So there's some kind of crazy, whoop. When yeah. did Biff give the almanac to Biff? <laughs> 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 all right. Today is, uh, as we said, October 23rd. and I, Oh, it's Johnny Carson's birthday, so that's going to get a square for no reason whatsoever other than that. <laughs> <laughs> but I am going to put an X on the 23rd, denoting that Mr. David Letterman is not sitting in that chair. However, if you have been viewing along with us and following this story for the last 20, 22 years now, whatever it's been, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> but more recently for the last few weeks, uh, we are going for Mr. David Letterman on uh, to be a guest on our show, on his old set, um, and, uh, and we think it's going to happen. We've made a lot of progress, and we've gotten to Dave, and none of us see Dave saying no. It's totally possible. <laughs> But, never know. <laughs> but but we've still got me here at the desk every day. So if he does say no, it's going to get weird. <laughs> <laughs> so he's going to say yes. Uh, and we're going to figure it out. And uh, and you're ch- – you ch- well, whatever. There's, there'll probably be more news tomorrow in some way or another. Yep. Yes. <laughs> Are you good, Mrs. Ryan? Yes, I am. It is time to ask the question. <laughs> There's a question people ask. They go, you know, I've been thinking – I want to ask Mrs. Ryan something for a while now. <laughs> I don't. don't know how she'll respond. Oh, good luck. Oh, what's going on, Mrs. Ryan? There's this company that we all probably know about. I think I'm late to the party. They went up in space in 2014 on like an early SpaceX mission. But this company, Made in Space, is from California. Made in Space is the name of the company? Yeah. And they're figuring out a way to use recycled materials like plastics and stuff as uh, ink for 3D printing up there. Yeah, that makes sense as material for the builds of whatever they're scanning. So I, think, I mean, that makes sense in the world. I've been saying that forever. Like, can't we just scoop the stuff that's in the ocean and put it into all the stuff? Everybody wants the plastic again. You know what I mean? It's one of those, like, this seems like it should be easy. I know nothing's easy, but it seems like this could be doable. Anyway. It's a nice avenue they're exploring. They're sending up the printing machine that, to make the ink. They're sending it up next month. I just, you know, I, I, I remember in the 80s, like, people were making boats out of Budweiser beer cans, you know what I mean? And when they, when it was like recycle your cans, cans there were too many cans. That was a problem. Oh my goodness! Yeah, we had it made. Um, we did. So Elon Musk, uh, another sent, space fellow. Yeah, another space fellow. Um, he sent his first tweet using the SpaceX uh, satellite system up there. Oh. And sent it yesterday. There's only 60 satellites up there, but so far. <laughs> Sounds like a lot. They want to have uh, 30,000 more. So who knows? <laughs> Just a drop in the bucket, apparently. <laughs> yeah, it's really tiny. I'm looking at all this like they're setting up for another. It's Skynet, s- right? It's Skynet. Yeah. yeah. So I'm looking at. I have I'm a- waiting for John Connor to come and rescue us all or whoever does it. The Terminator. I don't remember who does it. But this is Skynet for sure. That's why I like exploring. I'm not there. I'm not going for. God, there was a movie. Oh, it was so bad. We watched it because Mrs. Ryan, again, sometimes she loves disaster movies. I don't remember what the hell it was called, but it had like maybe even Gerard Butler in it. I mean, so this was um, this cost money. (laughs) 
and it was the it was a, it was not satellites, and it was certainly I'm sure not what Elon Musk is doing. But it was a similar thing where there was a link, a web of so many satellites or whatever up there that it was like a protection system. Do you remember the '80s with the Star Wars defense plan? <laughs> Do you remember that? Not really. Okay. Not enough. Clearly. I don't even remember if it was Reagan or Bush or who it was, but I think it was the '80s, maybe early '90s, and there was a Star Wars defense plan. It's the same thing. And now we got the Space Force. It's all the same. This is all I privately funded, so I can watch as a that spectator. That I'm interested. Yeah, I'm interested to see what happens with that, so as, as long as they're still allowed to do it. Yes. Because at some point they're going to shut that shit down. At some point, maybe. <laughs> you need a license to fly a drone. <laughs> <laughs> In the meantime. <laughs> Uh, some Mazda. A lot of our Porsche guys have been educating me about Mazda Miatas. Cause oh, I, well, it's I had just a, such a good driving car. Yeah, I didn't know that. And it's like, easy to make fun of. It's like, oh, it's a girl's car or whatever. And yeah, totally. Or a really, really manly man's car. Okay, but well, just not really in the middle there. I knew an Italian guy in high school who got one, and so no one knew what to make of him either. So like, <laughs> you never know. But There's like, other vari- You're adding other variables now. <laughs> I'm telling you my experience with this brand of car. And so I'm being re-educated by a lot of our Porsche people. Okay. So this... Uh, um, the thing article. is, where we drive up there at Newcomb's Ranch and the Angeles Crest and the Angeles Forest region uh, is is perfect for that type of car. You know, you would most people wouldn't take a Miata uh, drag racing. It's not going to get out of its own way. But up there in the twisties where you want a car to rotate and where you like to turn it, oh, yeah, it's great. It seems like for good racing, it's practice great. for re- racing. Oh, you nailed it. You nailed it. Okay, so that... it breaks so easily and you have to keep it in control all the time. You can just rotate it at any time. So cool. Well, I'm, I'm like a little kid. I'm like, <laughs> what almost to me? I don't know. Roll cage and a big end. Okay. It sounds like a really neat brand to practice on. And so their first electronic vehicles coming out next year in Japan. Um, but electric. El- electric, sorry. Uh, but what's cool about... Oh, what so I've... it's going to be an electric Miata? Yes, oh, okay. uh, electric Mazda. They're calling it MX-80 or something. Sure. But who knows? Oh, gotcha. um, but the rear doors open backward, yeah, and there's no middle, really. Well, the yeah, Tesla was like that for a bit, too, and then they came up with the Gullwing, I think, or whatever. There was some other car that just came out, and I can't remember what it was, but people were pissed off that it didn't have the suicide door. I don't remember what it was. Oh, well. Oh, some of the Rolls Royces still have it. Right. Okay, I, th- my back, is that Rolls Royce? No. Different? Never mind. Um, but this Mazda seemed interesting for everything yeah. the, the guys have been telling me about. Mazda had the RX-8 for a little bit, which was the rotor, last rotor engine one they've made. Took took over the RX-7. But that one had a, a I think it was a three-door version. So like Saturn had for a little bit. So even that back door was a suicide door. Oh. Well, this one looks pretty. Yeah. Um, and then lastly, there's this... The, our last breakfast club, or probably two, before, who knows, 18? Um, well, both. We did, it was, yeah, it was two ago, but then we redid it last week. Okay. Uh, there's there's a group of people uh, that are built up of academics and scientists and, like, someone's formerly of the Navy. Um, but it sounds like the A-team for UFO space study. Oh. Um, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire. It's called the UAP Exploration Group. So who knows? But like it's fascinating and similar to the Elon, like what they're doing up there. We can see it's privately funded. Like we can see it. So there's fans. transparency, is what you're saying? By yeah, that, right? and yeah. so their whole thing is like we know a lot about stuff. So and we want to find UFOs. So we're happy to report back to the public what we find. <laughs> <laughs> so it's pretty good. Who knows? Have a look. I'm it's like so uh, yes, a privately funded neighborhood watch. I like it. <laughs> I'm so excited to see what's coming up. <laughs> hey, and that's been <laughs> what's going on, Mr. All that's good stuff. All right, is that it? Are we good? That's Did everything? It. Got everything off the list? All right. Taco T, Richfield BMW, Dave Watch. What's going on, Johnny? National. Great. All right, time to take a quick break. Cool. Get our guest in here, Bobby Collins, and I am pretty excited about that. More to come right after this short break. Mr. Collins will be sitting in that chair right there. See you in a few. Sure if somebody else sees what I see, I like it. There you go. <laughs> it stands out. All right. With that, I've already done your intro. Can oh. I tell people what that was? This was actually on your uh, on your Wikipedia page, and I was reading it as a uh, – it was just a blurb, and I said, that sounds like a fucking intro, so I'm just going to read it. <laughs> oh, I – I'm they, sure you don't write the I was uh, Wikipedia. with uh, Jay Leno and Arsenio. We were together doing a uh, – a benefit 
And the girl came back to me and she said to me, Bobby, you're our next. What do you want me to say? And I said, no, I don't care. Just bring me up. And then the next thing, you know, Jay and, the, and Arsenio look at me. They go, Bobby, you were on all three Tonight Shows, Jimmy, Je Johnny, and uh, Jay. I go, yeah. He goes, We've, you've played the White House twice. They go, you were nominated for a Grammy. I go, I lost. He goes, yeah. you were nominated. You know what I mean? Yes, yes. And he goes, and uh, you have a best-selling author. I go, who gives a shit? You know? <laughs> Good for you, though. I never. And then ever since that, which was only about five months ago, oh. when I do a lot of theaters, uh, they bring me up with that. And I got to tell you, it, it makes a difference. I bet it does. Yeah, it does. And uh, I, at first, I was a little embarrassed. You know, Isn't that part of it, though? You almost have to learn to own it? Yeah, you do. You do. We were just having that little conversation before, and it's part of the, the lessons I'm kind of picking up along the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You got to, you know, growth means change. Change doesn't always mean growth. When you grow, you have to change things. So we're back. We're sitting here with Bobby <laughs> Collins. We got right into it. I love it. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, I think don't it's fantastic. I am so excited for this conversation today. I have oh. no agenda. I don't care where it goes. I just am excited to talk comedy with somebody who's, who's made a hell of a career out of oh. it. How's that? Yeah, but I heard you talking about potholes. In New York, <laughs> I had a pothole once. There was a whole Puerto Rican family living in it. So you're talking potholes. Now that's a pothole, folks. We know that very well. <laughs> Do you? But you don't drive, you were saying. I, don't I mean, you know how to drive, but you don't drive in the city, do you? Do you have a car in the city? No. Yeah. No, no, no. You, you park it outside. <laughs> Inside the city, it costs pretty close to $900 a month. Outside, a lot of people park their cars like in Queens and Brooklyn, and it's like 250 The so truth is, I thought it would be more than that by now, because I feel like that's about what it was when I was living and working there. It was I probably remember a, a, a friend of mine. Pushing 1000 bucks if you were in Midtown. It's crazy. A friend of mine from college, his family paid about that yeah. to have a car there. So yeah, <laughs> paid two fifty no, a month for the car but payment. But I feel very comfortable there. You know, here we have a home in Santa Monica, okay. uh, and my wife's Italian from Italy, Harry, Harry woman. <laughs> she no, no, she's not here. You're on my side. We vacuum a lot. No, no, no. Because no. we have to. Right. People think we have cats. No, no. I'm being silly. I'm sorry. I just, because you're traffic. The way you people drive here in California, you should have helmets. You, you just drive. People here go, you know, I think I'm going to go in that lane. And then they drive. And then, you know what? I changed my mind. I'm going to go over there. And then I'm, I'm still in New York. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm with you. And then they go, you know, I'm going to go in a circle. And it's they the go, indecisiveness that's the problem I, I, for me. Just make a decision and stick. Commit, man. Oh, commit. Oh, Learn that from cab drivers. You honk and you commit. You let them know you're there and you just go. You know, when you're dead, you don't know you're dead, but other people feel the pain. It's the same thing when you're stupid. <laughs> you know? That's a great simple analogy I never made. Yeah. yeah. That's simple, Matt. Life. So, I mean, my wife, we love it out here. I'm not here as much as she is. Are you, You're on the road most of the time at this point? Is yeah, I am. I've been lucky. I've been lucky. I, I love to perform. This past weekend, I did three theaters, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, New oh, York God. area. Does it feel good? Oh, it's just the most wonderful thing in the world. Somebody said to me recently, hey, Bobby, you ever think about retiring? I looked at him. I go, I get paid to have fun. Mm. I go, are you kidding you perform, you make people are walking out going, this was a great, oh my God, thank you. Thank, mm. And you're going like this, oh God, thank you so much. Especially today, I feel like if you're getting that kind of reaction from people in today's society and to the climate of the world today, I feel like that's a service. You're doing a service. You're getting thanked because you really made people's night. And, and it feels wonderful. It feels wonderful because, and people are coming out in droves because they want, they, I tell them, turn off your television. Mm -hmm. Stop it. You know, this is, we're sharing the planet with a lot of different types of people. We got to start thinning out the herd. <laughs> Gene pool could use some chlorine. And then go into it. Tell the truth. You know, and truth, people want to hear it. People say to me, I hear old comics, Bobby, do you any politics? Of course I do. I'm a comic. Mm -hmm. We have a free pass to do everything. Tell people, but make them laugh. That's your job. Yeah. If you can educate and make them laugh, that's a bonus. So do you do this on stage now? I mean, are you doing this type of thing, material now, or are you doing this honesty with them now? 
Oh, yeah. Is that what you're saying? So they're eating it up oh, God, right yeah. now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Need it. They need it, probably. You know, you tell them about things and, you know, hey, uh, I'll jump into like, boy, the world's changing, isn't it? I mean. Uh, Is that a, you're feeling them out to see where, where they are or are you going into something No, like that? a gift I think I acquired over the years is I could look behind from the curtain backstage and just take a quick look and go, ah, oh, they're not that bright. And we got it. We got. I wanted to really, you know. And when they're not, you gotta give them stuff that you've done over the years, and then lift them. I always push. And then sometimes, a lot of times, you look and you go, "Oh God, we're gonna have some fun tonight," because they're gonna lead you in different areas too. Uh, and that adds to who you are. That's what I look for. I love that. So you take a peek out. Well, whoever is or whatever. Yeah, just opening before. acts on. I just look and I go, oh, this is great. Mm. But this last two nights out of the three in uh, New York, or the uh, Paramount uh, Hudson, Paramount Theater, Hudson Valley, New York. Yeah. And the other one was uh, Sugarloaf Performing Arts Center in New York, and the other one was I didn't like it. They didn't set it up right. So we're not going to say it. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and the other one. Yeah, it was the other one. Uh, let's see what got you into comedy can we start there because you grew up in New York right not far from where I grew up I grew up a fan of comedy so did you start that early Uh, yeah I did I was we were real poor we lived in Queens New York Um, where where in Queens my best friends from Queens that guy from the from the BMW thing he's born and raised in Ozone Park oh okay that wasn't that that wasn't that far from us we were in Glen Oaks and we all, you know, it was just like we were all different nationalities. White, black, Puerto Rican, brown, this. And nobody judged anyone mm-hmm. else. We just all played together. That we all lied. And if somebody did judge somebody else, we all took care of that kid. You know, nobody, you know. And then <laughs> Sounds subways. like the Sandlot. You had your own little gang. Oh, yeah. And subways, you, you learn more about life. And, you know, you hear what's going on in the in the world today by like the news television you go like this hey put those republicans on a subway they'll learn quick you know people don't know you know i travel sure. everywhere so you dumb people don't know they're dumb you know they don't you know but you look and you go oh my god what's ch- lgbtqrstvdl molar hey when we were kids you know, if a guy was uh, queer, remember? Yeah. Queer. He used to be able to say it. Yeah. He goes, oh, that's Joey. Joey's queer. He's cool. He likes boys. Yeah. And then it became faggot. Yeah. And then it became, as we matured, homosexual. That's right. And then gay. Oh, and you then know? gay. Yeah. Remember all those terms? And yeah. we didn't judge anyone. We just would kid him all the time because he hung out with us. Right. Because that's what every, you were all kidding each other. Yeah, all we were all busters chops. Hey, we're all going to go to get a drink. You want flowers, Freddie? You know, <laughs> oh, we just tease him, but he hung out. Everyone hung. You're, yeah, and you took care of him just yeah. like everybody else, of course. See, nowadays, women pushing carriages, you look in, they're dogs. <laughs> that's going terrible. Like this. That's too much, I especially know. out here in L.A. I go, oh, are women but giving birth to animals? It used to be the purse thing. The purse thing was <laughs> too much. The, now we have the graduated. Baby and no more. <laughs> and the kids are on leashes. That's right. That's true sometimes. Oh, my goodness. This is what's happening. What's happening? So what, I, how old were you and what was it? I mean, did you – is it true that you were named after Bob Hope? Is that true? Yeah. That's cool. We're in Toluca Lake. It's wild out here, man. My mother, wild. Wild out here. My father uh, – my mother and father, you know, they'd work all day. My mother was a waitress. My father was a, a clerk, an insurance clerk. He'd do three hours a day traveling oh every gosh. day into Manhattan and back. And half the time he was delayed. Was that because of the, the transit system that it yeah, took that long? Okay, because yeah. Queens and Manhattan are very I close geographically. took a bus to get a subway, to take a subway oh, downtown by uh, Battery Park, and then come home. You know, that was a real man. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he'd go to bed early, and he, my mother would have dinner on the table at 6 o'clock. We were kids. We didn't. We weren't organic. We weren't, ah! we weren't uh, 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 vegetarian. We were called... A meal, and it was there. <laughs> Lactose and all. The only thing that we would need if it had a rat tail hanging out. Nah, I'm not eating it. And even then, you didn't Don't get nothing picky, else to Bobby. eat. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> the way we'll your plate. That's why this whole thing in the world, we crack up. We still have friends. My friends, the doctor, and then we laugh. Bobby, Me Too movement. <laughs> 
girl. I remember girls, if a guy grabbed their tit, the girl would kick him in the dick, you know? <laughs> and now they go, oh, you know, I was molested. When I would kick him in the dick, spray shit him, knock his head in. I don't get it. I, we just laugh. You know, but so maybe it was you making your friends laugh back then, figuring oh, that you was. guys all busting each other's balls oh, and then making the rest of the group laugh. Oh, it was. It was because I didn't want to get into fights. So That's I, what made, it was I, for me. I did humor. I used Holy humor. Shit. And you're, you already had the intellect to be able to, to do the math oh, to get yeah. it there. I'd, I'd watch television and I'd see mom and dad. I'd be lying up there. Remember they were with the rabbit ears? Yes. And I'd be describing watching, my childhood. And they'd be watching <laughs> the Ed Sullivan show or something and they'd love comics. And they'd watch out in the comics. Come on, my father loved comedy. He used to watch the Bob Hope thing. And then when I was born, I was told, my mother's cutting up potatoes one day. I go, Mom, why'd you name me Bobby? She goes like this, Father liked Bob Hope. I went, how come I was never told this? Do you know that? And this, I was like 12. I said, do you know, I think I might want to be a comedian. And they, she goes, oh, good. I go, but why wouldn't you have told me that it was Bob Hope, you know? Yeah. And she goes, nah. That's how life was. We never... Who decides what's important? Yeah, that's why I get a kick out of my daughters who tell me I had dinner with mine last night, one of them, because my wife's down in New Orleans, and I had dinner with one of them, and she's such an L.A., California, and she talks in this cadence. Uh, Dad, you know, know, we went out the other night. I didn't even know. I go, do you really speak like that? What do you mean? Yeah, and we She's went cleaning out. it up for dad, I bet. I almost died. I mean, this spoiled entitlement. And you look at that and I'm going, I wish I was spoiled and entitled. We weren't. Yeah, like I worked for that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so it was pretty amazing to see the differences in your travel. But when I was a little boy, I wanted to make people laugh. And I did. God. And we were very protective of our own. Yeah. I, it's so amazing because I have a special needs daughter. Oh, okay. She's uh, doesn't. She's very low functioning. She doesn't walk. She doesn't talk. But to me, she's always been my inspiration. Or us, my yeah. wife and I. And uh, how old is she? Now she's twenty five. Okay. Little, very. Uh, matter of fact, I got her off to her work program today, awesome. and I pick her up at two forty five. But it's so funny that that was given to me. You know, God gave me this gift. I must be pretty special if God oh, gave God me. God bless you. Because my, uh, when we were little, Jules, there was a kid named Jules, moved into the neighborhood, and he was, they called him a mongoloid back then, Down Syndrome. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Remember? He's yeah. a mongoloid. Mm-hmm. I go, what, what's that? Down Syndrome. He's, oh. He don't work good. And my mother used to say to us, if anyone picks on this guy, you and your brother and all the boys, take care of that guy. Okay. I'd make them laugh, but my brother would kick their asses. And I remember people calling him, hey, he's retarded. Oh, we'd go after that guy. And unbelievable. And no one ever, hi, Jules. How are you, Jules? How you doing? You know? Yep. We traded that. And lo and behold, in my life, God gave me a gift. My daughter, Madison. I absolutely love you for that. Oh. Yes. No, here's the thing. We were different people before my wife got sick. Mm. She got sick and we both changed. We both got a life download of maybe like what you get when you have kids, something where you didn't used to have this awareness and you didn't used to have this. God works in mysterious ways. We, we believe reason. that. Whatever God is, we oh. believe that fully. That, this was, that we needed this awfulness to become better people. Oh, it's, it's a blessing. And things... They can take different terms, uh, turns, and and they will. Yeah, you you'll don't have see. much yeah. to do with it. Yeah, that's totally true. That's yeah. right. <laughs> you'll see. Now you're this, and you're, what do we do? We can't. Can we travel? The other? But then one day you're going to go. Oh my God, feeling a little better. Yes. Something, what's going on? A little healing magic. God first, family second, career third. Put one ahead of the other. You always got to get back on where you got off. Look at you! <laughs> How long did it take you to figure that out? Because you didn't, you weren't, you weren't the kid in New York who was like, no. "I got this, I got this." <laughs> no, let me, let me no. tell you what's up. Experience. <laughs> I, can, I can explain all of this to you. Oh, it was all one experience. Book. It was all life lessons. Boy, you learn them, and you better hang on to those lessons because that's what works. Mm. That's what works. I'm going through a little something that happened the other day, uh, and I was driving here today. Excuse me. I was driving here today, and I, I smiled because I woke up the other night. A guy suing me. Oh, uh, that'll make anybody feeder, smile. A bottom feeder. And uh, 
you know, an ambulance chaser, a low guy. And, and I asked a friend of mine who's like a big hot shit attorney in New York. <laughs> and I tol- called him and I told him and he said, hey, Bob, I deal with negativity every day. You make people laugh. He goes like, I go, how do you handle that? When, when somebody comes, because that's not my world. I can't do it either. When it Your story in, is already hurting it, my heart. Yeah, when it comes in, I get a little, I wake up. You know, I have a special needs daughter. I do things for charity for special people. I do that. Why would somebody try? <laughs> right? He goes, Bobby, it's a lesson. And you've had something like this happen before and you won. Stay strong. That's like, a good. Thank you. Lawyer, New York. Yeah, I was going to say that's the best advisor you could have. He's worth every penny. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Right. The money game. That's that's damn good advice. It is. It is. I got a new book coming out. One chapter is called The Money Game. Well, all right. You have another. Can we talk about your book that you already had come out? Sure. That was a big deal, right? Witisms and Wisdomisms. Okay. Well, you're the guy who can say it. A lot of the lessons that I learned in life I put down in books. When did that come out? About. Three and a, four years ago. Oh, okay. So it's more recent than I thought. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so this is this fully after. Yeah, yeah. Okay. This is all of these things you've already collected. Yeah. And they, it's so, it sells like unbelievable. I'm very surprised. It's wonderful. Yeah. I, I'm happy. Well, do you think it's selling because of you or because of the content or the I marketing? What is it? I think it's because uh, they hear my voice in the lessons. And I've had doctors, lawyers that say, my God, those are the things we learned when we were kids, and I forgot about the them. And it was really rough on my life, and thank you for bringing it. Yeah, you know, it made me feel good. You're saying Jeez. all the stuff we believe. That's that's this part. Of, there's a lot of childhood whiz, whimsy in this set, in the yeah. room you're in, and oh, God, in this whole yeah. concept of what we're doing. You won. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. You know. Yes, he did. He's talking to me. You're the prize. Um, <laughs> fine. I love that. I love that. Anything that celebrates the childhood. This is like a Mr. Rogers for adults or something. That's what we're going for here. I don't know what the hell it is. Yeah, right. Um, sitting here, I never thought of watching your comedy, but sitting here having a conversation with you, I'm stricken with somebody who is no longer with us. David Brenner. Did you? You guys came oh. up at the same time. Is there, no. was there? Did you ever work? Well, he's a little older, I guess. David's a little older. Matter of fact, his his wife came over to me recently. Last summer, I was at the Hard Rock Casino in Atlantic City. And people came over to me. They go, David Brenner's wife's here. She wants to say hi. I go, send oh, her back. Gosh. And David was a fan of mine, but I also let her know I was a fan of his. When I was starting out in a club in New York called Catch a Rising Star, uh, I went on. And after I came off, David Brenner came over to me. And I was like, oh, David Brenner. And he went, you know, that was really good. Yeah. You know, you're really good. You know, people feel who you are right now away. Now it's getting creepy. Yeah. <laughs> And I said, well, thanks, man. I go, you got any advice? He goes, come on, let's sit at the bar. Let's go in the bar. And, talk. and he gave me some good advice when a lot of people don't, didn't. Did you, were you, did, you, uh, did you look up to him at that point when he was coming over I, to you? I was brought up not to look up to anyone, but respectful and kind to everyone. Good, very good. Okay. I, didn't, I don't look up. Did you already respect David Brenner's oh, yes. work at that point? Yes. I always respect his, and Freddie Prince was a uh, local too. Sure. So, so Freddie, that's the time that helps me with the timing. Of yeah, this and I was just coming up. Me, Jay, uh, me, uh, Jerry Seinfeld. Uh, oh God, uh, Paul Reiser, Larry all of us. Miller, all those guys. Spade. That's when we were doing our comedy. Oh, Spade too back then. Yeah, I remember. Uh, I what, thought I. I was thinking SNL when they, that was the first time I saw him. What's his name? Uh, um, um, Larry David. Uh huh. He. <laughs> We would, as comics, go in when he went up on the stage. <laughs> and he's famous, of course, for going up on stage. Oh, there. my God. <laughs> I would, because the audience wouldn't laugh, but the comics would, because he'd look at the audience and go, fuck you, people. That was funny. You didn't think that was funny, and I'd be crying. You know what I mean? That's the way to ingratiate yourself. <laughs> you know? And look where Larry's a, went. Way to win a, win a room. I know. I just love that. But it was really funny stuff, right? That he was like writers. Yeah, but it wasn't conducive to an audience presentation. Right. Right. He's, got, he wrote for other writers. Yes. Right? And, you know, it's just like instead of two Jews walk into a bar, hey, they bought it. He'd go, there was this one Jew and he had a friend. And the friend, and you go, you know, or something like that. He never did that. But anyone who can handle the complexities and complications would probably actually really dig that. Right. So nowadays, yeah. people have gotten more advanced, more uh, evolved or whatever, and maybe they can just handle it now. Because he ha- probably hasn't changed that much. Oh, I don't think 
his show is sitcom. He's oh, he's very, very, of course, he's very, and a lot of accolades, of course. Right. But the guy, Jerry was his friend, so they said, why don't we do this thing together? Let's try it out. You know, the Hollywood people, they don't know that much. We should go play it. And they did. <laughs> did you ever think about doing that route? Did you, I feel like you could host or should host a talk show. You've hosted other shows. Yes. Have you ever I, thought I, about doing a panel show? Uh, I've been asked in okay. the future, in the past, excuse me, and I'm up now. For <laughs> you almost one. gave your secret away. <laughs> uh, I know. <laughs> That's uh, how he looks so young, folks. <laughs> you know, when you have your children, again, stay high. Uh, when you have your children, I'm not going to do a show that I have to look them in the eye and they're going to look at me like, Dad, why would you do that? Yes. Oh. So I passed on a few things, uh, a few, and now I'm up for one now, and uh We'll see how it goes. It's, okay. It's called Stand Up um, Studio. Oh, okay. With so me and a co-host a fit, talking about, we just did, the first one was uh, Paul, uh, not Paul Rise, uh, Rodriguez. Oh, I love Paul, Paul Rodriguez. Yeah, and we, we laughed, and we're all friends, so we're just cracking up in a live audience and asking questions. It was fun. It's like the actor's studio, but it's with Stand Up. I love Stand Up Studio. It sounds Big stack of cards yeah. in the whole bit. It's going to be a lot of fun, I think. Uh, I think it's so ripe for right now. Yeah. They even brought back the actor's studio last week, two weeks ago. Not, with, with, not with Lipton. No, Lipton's Cause dead. He, oh, he did die? Yeah. But wasn't he also... Okay. Now they're doing uh, rotating hosts. Okay. They just did uh, New York guy. I forgot his name. They're doing that with Larry King now, because Larry's not, you know, he's recovering right now. Right. So they've got everybody coming in there, and it's one of those where, you know, it's, it's like cavalcade of the former talk show hosts. you got Tom Green and Dennis Miller, and everybody's kind of rotating through that chair. Is that what they're doing? In- why, why is every – they're bringing back all old stuff, you know, old shows, all this – you can't be creative and bring back – no, you know what I mean. Yeah, I do, you but can't. I'm one of the people. Oh, no, I'm talking sitcoms. Let's bring oh, back Oh, the ideas. Let's yeah, yeah, bring yeah. The, they're bringing the people who are going like this. A well, lot's regurgitated. Huh? Some are, some are. Right. I feel like a lot's regurgitated. Oh, so some friends, is. this, that. Uh, uh, let's go to new stuff. Let's go to pertinent stuff that's affecting our lives. Yeah. But they're, they're just straight redoing old shows, I know. too, like one day at a time. Look what's happening in your country. Take notice of it, you know? You know, you got a president now where orange is the new black. You know, his hair's the color of tang. I've known Donald Trump for 28 years. You know. From days in New York. I used to tell no, her. we used to I've see worked him. at all those casinos. When oh, I Jesus. Of course with you Cher, work. Julio, Sinatra. And we all played at all the casinos. And he'd <sighs> come back and we'd all look at each other when he left and go, are you kidding me? Oh, and he got 2% of the vote in New York. There was a young couple about last week i was in manhattan i should i should <laughs> let me get you close yeah come in real close <laughs> no there was a young couple i live on 12th and broadway i was in union square park and i'm walking through a lot of tourists in town and this couple's looking at a map of manhattan being a good new yorker i go like this where are you guys looking to go like oh, are you from new york yeah 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 you know well we've never been in. where do you want to go you know let's you know, and then I, when they finished, they, they said to me, can we ask you something? I went, sure. They go, what do people here in New York think of Donald Trump? And, I, you know, how naive is that? I looked at it, I go, keep your eyes and ears open. Guy walking by, attache, case, tie, suit. I hit him on the arm. He goes, yeah. I go, what do you think of Donald Trump? He goes, he's a fucking asshole. <laughs> These people will, oh, you just stop someone on the street and they tell. I go, where are you from? They go, from Indiana. I said, no, uh, go home. <laughs> You're going to get hurt here. You can handle it. You can't, you know. Come on. What Look I've seen about New York, yeah, it's only, it's only gotten harder over the last couple of years. It I, feels more like 80s New York to me. I, I, I live in, the funny thing is in New York. Well, that's a I, nice area where you just mentioned. Yeah, I, yeah but Square it was. I've been there 38 years. <laughs> then you, ri- you it wrote it out. <laughs> you it wrote it out. But now it's the number one zip code in Manhattan. Seriously, like, Unbelievable. like to, that you want to get into. Like, like everyone's hot. trying to get in. Holy My apartment shit. is. Might be time to move. That might be nice. <laughs> well, why move? <laughs> you know. I thought it was. Uh, I'm so bad. Uh, upper West, Upper East Side. They were always good, but now it's we're, the village. NYU yeah, it's took over the village. Okay. And they cleaned it up, and every building is NYU. And oh, it's but just, all the, they cleaned up all the history instead of tearing shit down and re, they like repurposed all these old buildings. Right, it's very very pretty. 
Is it, it almost sim- looks fake because it's, it's like to, the right, cleanest part right. of New York. Oh, it's it's and a lot of uh, open spaces. And I asked my doorman, wow. and I asked a couple of people that the guys that cut my hair. I go, why are all these places open? They go, um, Amazon. I go, you're kidding. All these, uh, you know, Amazon people ordering left and and then I saw delivering to the doorman because I was in the lobby. Massive boxes, like two or three. I go like this. What's this? They go, Bob. It's all about the Amazon. Next wow. day, unbelievable. They closed this. They closed the pizza shop. Why? They couldn't afford. They couldn't pay the rent. Unbelievable. Yeah. Pizza place. <laughs> food. <laughs> People ordering food. It's delivered all the time. I yeah. I know. I was part of that. Yeah. Oh, when, I met, when I met her, she was at the seamless web and the whatever delivery this that whatever the whole thing. <laughs> I also Every worked a lot week. and was very busy, so yeah. I feel like Atta that's girl. taking yep. over a lot of people in cities. Right. But now I'm out sucks. here in California. I paid thirteen dollars <laughs> for a sandwich. <laughs> I went, "Are you people out of your mind?" Oh, it's not a good your sandwich. Gas is four dollars and ninety eight cents. Nobody's going. Whoa, whoa! <laughs> let's talk about it. I think finally yesterday California. somebody finally did. <laughs> the governor. <laughs> and then the oh my god, the fires! Oh oh, you people live in a bubble here. Grow up. Let's take care of business. Oh my God, the 405 was back. I think so everybody's busy. high. I know. They're <laughs> right. all uh, right. They go, Why would you live there if they just had a fire two years ago and your house burnt up and you rebuilt? Well, I, 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 so I guess that you high could do up that. On Grand Mountain. <laughs> you know, you Green talk Mountain. to some people, you want to roll their head around and say, hey, you know, you got to check the marble around. <laughs> Come on, this is a, that's, but that's what I, you, I do. I was just in Birmingham, Alabama. <laughs> it's amazing. Keep going. I want to hear oh. what happened in Birmingham. Well, they're not that high up on Brain Mountain. And then when you talk to them, <laughs> you look at them, and they didn't win at genetic roulette. And <laughs> I can hear the Birmingham audience clicking off right now. Oh, no, I had 1,200 people. They were cracking up because they were the smart people. And That's not up. our audience. And I looked at the audience, and I, I, but it's true. It's the only place in America that I ever looked at another human being and said, hey, that's a nice tooth. Oh, jeez. I know. And he thanked me. And he thanked me. Thank you. Thank you. Man. Thank you. This is what's out there. It's nice when you live here and, oh, we got highways crowded. <gasps> you know, we had spires the other day. This is not what's out there. These people, you know, that man, he was the host of a TV show for seven years, and he's a billionaire. He's going to make America great again. No, he's not. He would take your mother and do anything. You know, this is amazing. This guy, it's... Well, it's interesting to me because you do you you essentially have a presence on both coasts, and then you're everywhere else all the time. Right. So you really probably do have a good beat on the pulse of america oh, and something it happens to me where was i in uh uh columbus ohio big nice theater about 700 people and i've been there before and some guy stood up and he goes that's it bobby that's it because i was oh, talking I can't, politics can't stands no more I show both sides you know politics break it down what's yeah. a poly an expensive trained bird that repeats everything you say what's a tick it's a blood-sucking insect pay your taxes wear a helmet stay low you know <laughs> And then one guy, when I did the Trump, the red side, and then I did the other side, this one guy, they came, Bobby, I used to come see you all the time. No more. This is it. And I'm standing on the stage, and people are looking at him. He's filing, and he turns. I go like this. I looked at the audience, and I said, you know, uh, I said, intelligence can, can be educated. You know, <laughs> ignorance can be educated. Crazy can be medicated. I go, no excuse for stupid. And they all applauded and kept going on. <laughs> you got to tell people straight. And people like to hear if you're telling them straight. And they know what's straight. I was just going to say that I think more than ever before, people can uh, somehow be able to weed through the bullshit. Oh, people, people's awareness is raising and they're being it able is. to find the authenticity and being able to get it. Get, I don't know. I, for me, I can fucking feel it when somebody is fake oh, and, yeah. and phony I, or, or just bad news. Right. I'm like, I got to get out of here. I, I, you too. I don't even deal with it. Yeah, yeah. You could look in someone's eyes and go like this. Are you kidding me? Yeah. And I They don't, don't know, know what you're talking about either. They're not even trying to be that way. You know, I, wow. No. Is that, uh, is that age? Is that awareness? Is that enlightenment? What the I hell is that? I think it's both. I think <laughs> it's a gift. 
I think uh, you could, like my wife says, you read people so well, just like that. Yeah. I go, well, your audience is. Yeah, you got to look at an audience. You got to know who you're talking. If I'm going to say, hey, what's your name? Which I never do. You better pick on someone that's got joy and love in their eyes rather than that one guy. He's going to kill you after the show. Yeah, right. right. Ah, excuse ah. me, do you have a gun? <laughs> <laughs> Miss, does he? This is what's going on in our country. And you got to educate and make them laugh. All right. So when you were a kid, you decided you liked making your friends laugh in the whole bit. But what steps did you take then to become the stand-up comedian career guy that I know? Well, I, I did the regular. I went to college, University of Buffalo. And then when I finished... I finished a year. Did you go to University of Buffalo? No, sure. no I just drove through there. Oh, they're right. Near <laughs> Niagara Falls. I fought it. My underwear broke. No, it was cold then. <laughs> That's how cold it was. Oh. How cold was it? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, after there, they asked me to stay on to teach. Oh. And I taught U.S. foreign policy. It was an elective for students. That's what you taught at At high school. <laughs> I went to a high school. May I? Yeah. I feel like the nature of all this, you're a communicator, so I feel like you would be an incredibly good educator. Well, I think I, I did well. They asked me to do adult education, but I didn't. But I stayed up there, and I for one year, because uh, some lady was leaving pregnancy, and they said, would you? In the local high school, I was recommended from the university. And that's what really clenched it for me, because I had 30 kids in front of a class. Holy and smokes. And I said, that was my audience. So I made them laugh, which really caught their attention. Oh, Mr. Collins is a great teacher. I wasn't looking for that. They did so well on their marks. You were they, winning on engagement. Yes. Like, Holy uh, smokes. I would, I would stand yeah. up on the stage. It's brilliant. That's I would all stand you want. up on my desk and lift my pants up. And they go, and I go, when your father was young and your grandfather, they wore these things they were called knickers. <laughs> he goes like that. You know, I go, they were knickers. They know, ask your fathers. They'd come home. How did you know that? You know? And, but I would enjoy it and laugh. And, and you got the feedback. And I go, okay, I got to move into comedy. And then I went up to one day. I used to take dates. Afterwards, when I was working, I got a job. I was vice president of Calvin Klein. And uh, I hated it. <laughs> They came in one day and they went like this after six months. We're going to make you executive vice president. I said, you have six of them, you know. <laughs> and he goes, I go, does it mean more money? He goes, yeah. I said, then call me emperor. And to this day, that guy comes to see me that I, uh, that I did that. Oh, gosh. Yeah. From yeah. from uh, Calvin Klein. He's not there. He's but not that guy. Happy. Yeah. That, that is guy. amazing. Yeah. And What's I he doing now? The Garment Center. Oh, really? I would say I would say to the buyers that came in the showroom. Because I was young. I would say, I go, what are you guys all doing tonight? California, Macy's, this, that. Uh, they go, well, we're writing our orders up in their hotel. I go, New York scared them. I says, why don't you come down to this comedy club called Catch a Rotten Star, or a comic, and I perform. They jammed in because they didn't know anybody. This is My orders brilliant. were huge. My orders were huge. And that's why they made me executive. That's brilliant. Yeah. Use but it comes down to want. making the connections. Good way to get in. Use what you have to to get ahead. Comics ask me all the time, and I'm very weary of it happened recently. Comics says, hey, Bob, can you watch my set and tell me? I go, oh. Like give notes? Huh? Like give notes? Well, I don't write it out. I tell them. And I says, yeah, but see, a lot of them get upset. A lot of them don't want to hear what you have to get. Oh, they don't want to And they're not ready to hear it. Yeah. You know, one time I told a guy, I go, you know, you're hiding behind your beard. You know, you have a lot to say and it's clever, but f free yourself, open yourself up. Let the people feel who you are on the stage. They feel an identity from you. You can go in any direction. But a lot of them, no, you know, they're hiding. They're not I comfortable go, yet. Haven't yeah. found themselves right, on stage. Right, okay. Right. And I go, you know, then some people, I go, don't talk about fucking all the time or dick or <laughs> pussy or this and that. If that's at your stage, people want more now. Mm -hmm. You got to give them and give them what they're thinking about. What help them relieve their minds? It's confusing. take them on a ride. Almost people are pissed off. Yeah, Pe people are giving you the finger in Iowa. Iowa. They used to go at a stoplight. You can go. We'll wait. <laughs> this is what's happening around the. Not here in California. You know, you live in the bubble. Everyone's got their tinted self-driving cars. <laughs> Terrible drivers, my wife. Why do you honk? I go, because they're, they're terrible drivers. They're just terrible. I she goes, Bobby, nobody honks in California. Watch. 
My big thing is even when there's, and you probably already have a bit for this, but there, there, there's, I just, growing up on the East Coast, keep right except to pass. Right. So the whole thing when there's not even traffic and everybody's just driving in a line, like we're all going to the same place at the same time. Motherfuckers, we're not doing that at all. I know. We all have to go different places at different times. Why are we fucking the system? I cut one guy and then cut him off. I just passed him up. He pulled up. You next said to enough me. is enough. I'm getting yeah. in front of you. Yeah. He pulled up next to me. He goes, What was that shit all about? I go, Today's the day you don't want to die. And he looked at me, oh, and he sped off. <laughs> Tell people. <laughs> that's New York and that's, that's New, New York. York and LA. That's, that's City Mouse Country Mouse right there. <laughs> oh, I have a, it's funny. I was there last week and I was doing some errands before the theater on Saturday night running around Manhattan near my apartment. All of a sudden, I hear the crazy guy who New Yorkers are just passing. He's, I am fire! And he had to be maybe 40. And I'm looking over and I'm screaming and people just keep walking by. He takes his pants down. He's in his underwear and starts jumping around. I have it. And I just took my thing and went like this. And uh, tourists are going like this. Oh, my God, look at this man. New York is... I put it up on the uh, the Facebook. Ah, uh, yes. Where and it goes. I had like a thousand people. Bobby, look at the New Yorkers. Nobody gives a shit. But look at the other people. Oh, my God, that man. <laughs> Same thing. Fish out of water. I know. Uh, can I bring up something from your past that probably most people won't have any recollection of, but I watched every episode of it? Herman's Head. Do you remember doing an episode of Herman's Head? It was on your IMDb. What did I do on Herman's Head? It was the one. They they launched the Fox Network, and it was a show about a guy who had all these different people in his head because we all have different, uh, you know, whatever. Right. And Yardley Smith was in it, and uh, um, how do you you know these things? And Ken Campbell was in it from uh, from you know him from Armageddon. Yes. And I know him because he used to read for us for every show I've ever worked on. But uh, I don't know. I didn't know what you had done. And I, if you would even remember it, this would have been, I mean, this show, when the Fox Network launch was what, the 87, 88? So it was somewhere in that I don't pocket. think I watched it, but I remember hearing it. Well, that's about. all right as well. I, I, was, I remember going with a girl, and she had a New York, New York girl, and she would, had money, and she would go on the, on the weekends out to Hamptons. And I go, how do you work that? She goes, well, I have a, I, I pay and I own, a, you know, and I, we do it, and I get a portion of the house for. Oh, us. like a timeshare. Kind yeah. Of deal. And yeah. I goes, that? Yeah. What do you pay? I couldn't do that. I my studio apartment. I got to get my money up there. And then she said she invited me out, and all the people in the house that were friends of theirs were actors mm-hmm. and actresses. And I would look in them. I go, "Are you the Marlboro guy?" You know, oh. boom. from the <laughs> yes, Times Square. Yes, and are you that? And I'd say, I, I would ask them for the two days I was at. What do you do? They go, "Well, they're getting commercials. You gotta, you know, gotta get your picture. You gotta get your resume, and you you submit them." I go, "Is there a list of people?" Yeah, you can go online. You can find them. not online back right. then. You can get the list. And I did. There was a little booklet. I went. I came home. I said, "If these guys can do." I can do it. And I took, had a photographer take my picture. I went. Some of them never even opened the door. They go, put it under the door. I go, yeah, but I'd like to meet you. Put it under the door. I put it under the door. And then one day, not long, I got a call for a Budweiser commercial. And I went down, and they said, I'm a comic. And they said, can you do it in this way and that? We can do it in any way. I was like, sure. And I was laughing with these guys. I go, so why don't we figure out if we should do it, you know, do it. Next day, I get a call. You got the commercial. It's a national commercial. And I said, okay. Uh, they go, what's your SAG number? Hmm? I go, I, I don't know what that is. They go, you're not in SAG? Well, we have to get you in. because Taft uh, Hartley, yeah. Boom, got in there. Come on. Yeah, and next thing you know, national commercial. <laughs> this it, is one of those stories. It ran for two years. Oh, my God. And then once people That's see That's incredible. It, then I get a call out of nowhere. From William Morris. Oh, I heard about William Morris. Yeah, too. you're a working commercial actor. Right. And then I went and they said. On a two-year campaign. They're picking three com- comics. And they want you to, uh, you, Rich Jenny, and uh, what was her name? Oh, she's in Las Vegas a lot. And they said, we're, we're doing a commercial for certs. I go, the Breathman? Paula Poundstone. No. I'm just kidding. 
and I said, the they frame. said, well, you're the only one we picked last. You're the one we picked last, so you have to do the office setting. I go, what do the other ones get? The party setting. I would have liked to do the party. <laughs> you know? <laughs> or I'd like to do the other one, having lunch with your parents. You know? But it's about bad breath, so I'd be in the office. I went, hi, Fred. <laughs> and Fred would go like this. <laughs> well, anyway, I got $76,000 for that. That's when they paid... And then I get a call like a year later from the same lady. She goes, not a year later, six months later. And she goes, can you come in? I go, yeah. They go, Search really liked you, and they want to do another commercial with you. I go, can I get 76000 They go, you don't understand. They cut out the other people. They want to it's do only three you more with you. I, I go, what can I ask for? You know, I was naive. I don't know that world. They said, well, what do you want? I go, my wife and I are looking for a house in California. She goes, what's the house cost? 285000 They gave it to us. And then when I would get checks, By the way, I bet you, you could have had more. You know what I mean? That's what you, you asked know. for. No, it's, life works I out. I used to get checks, and my girlfriend, who's now my wife, I'd go like this, look at this check, $11,000. She goes, what's that for? For doing nothing. Certs. And then certs called me up, and they go, could we put in the commercial certs presents comedian Bobby Collins? I go, I'd pay please, you to do that. Please do that right now. <laughs> and they did. So that also helped my career. Precedent I mean? set. Yes. Yes. Now I hear commercials don't pay anything anymore. No. And then they don't, re- they don't pay on the reruns they like they used to. Nothing. And then the campaigns only last six weeks. Spidel Watch, Budweiser, Beer. I did them all. I loved it. You, and I used to say to those actors, you work one day and they keep paying you for years? Yeah. I want, oh, I want to do that. And ah, sometimes and they'll I mean, revive the campaign and bring it back, you know, the whole thing. God, good for you. Same thing for movies. People call me up, well, we'd like to have you uh, like that. It was like three lines. Yeah, with Dustin Hoffman. Oh, in a, really? In a movie, yeah, uh, Hero. I go, sure. I'm sitting next to du- Dustin Hoffman. We're laughing, right? He says, cut. Not the director. He does. I go, what's up? He goes, how would you say it if you and I were just best friends and you were doing, we're sitting in it? I'd say, I'd say, get the thing done. Stop fucking around. He goes, don't say fucking. very real. Yeah. He goes, don't say fucking. Just say, get the thing done. We can't fool around anymore. Get it done. I did it like that. Uh, the director went right along. Yeah. You brought some intensity to it, too. Boss. I felt it. <laughs> yeah, Put a little crazy. heat on there. This is the world out there. <laughs> Show business. I'm a comic. So Two you're, Jews walk into a bar. But you're a grateful comic. You're I, a guy who's so appreciative for the whole thing. I am. I've been doing it, and that the phone keeps the ringing. And I, I love it. Gosh, we've already done an hour. There All right, Lauren Hutton. Do you remember doing Lauren Hutton's talk show? Because I'm probably the only guy who remembered Lauren Hutton did a talk show. I remember Lauren Hutton. I don't remember her talk show. <laughs> I remember Lauren Hutton, too. Or Herman's Head. Or there's a few other things people say. We Wouldn't saw it be funny? It's the... a different Bobby Collins. That'd no, be funny, too. Same. No, this is definitely your career. These are definitely the things. Uh, 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 you're on the social media and all that stuff, right? You're on the Facebook, I'm at AOL. Least. So I have a girl that does it for me. Yes. Oh, is that right? You're not, yeah. You don't oh, even I do don't. it yourself? I don't do it. Good for you. Do you have a smartphone and all that, or do you do the flip phone still? No, <laughs> dial up. I'm thinking of getting rid. No, with, I'm asking because with, I want to get rid of this. I'm thinking oh. digital camera and flip phone. That's what people are. Switching Is that true? To. That's what I'm thinking of doing. I've been thinking about it for a long time, but now I, Tom Green just did it the other day, and I'm did. thinking, yeah, and other people are doing it too, and I'm kind of like, well, maybe this is the bandwagon. No, I leave phone. my phone when I go out. I leave my phone in the hotel, or I leave it in uh, my home. And what, Dad? Why don't you bring your phone? Because I, I don't I, want I, it. I don't want it. You see people. They're sitting there with their friends, and they're not. It makes people brave, and it's not. It's a it's oh a fake false, brave in here. False form of bravery. Yeah. Some people that are very insecure, it makes them like that. But they still got to get back and look in the mirror and change. Growth means change. Uh. They don't see it, and they're using it now like that to meet people. Oh, I'm going on Tinder. I'm going on Hump Me. I'm going on whatever the fuck. It is. Swipe left. Swipe yeah, right. Swipe left. Touch my dick. I don't know these things. <laughs> All right. Well, in this case, we probably won't promote your social media, but how about dates? Do you have anything coming up you want to talk about? Uh, what do I got? One they called This is a section we sold. call billboards, so I'm going to give you your own camera. Oh, <laughs> let me go. see. Uh, I'll be at the Keswick Theater in Pennsylvania, the Keswick Theater right outside of Philly, uh, November something. I don't remember. Outside uh, of Philly? Yeah. All right. I'll be at Uncle Vinny's. That's a Philip. That's what we call Uncle Vinny's in Point Pleasant, New Jersey. Oh, Seaside Park. Yeah, not, uh, look at you. Come on. East look Coast. At, uh, 
I got a bunch of dates coming. I'll be down in Boca Box down in Florida. I'll be at You're working the, all the time. How many so, days a, a year do you do? About 200. Isn't that fantastic? When you have a special needs, gets, you know, it's so funny because comics, some of the A-list comics say to me all the time, Bobby, why do you work in some of the... I go like this. If I could pick up some money for an extra pair of hands to take care of my daughter, ego has nothing to do with it. You betcha. And those people end up coming to see you when you're in the big place. Mm. No ego. I love that. But it's so you wear that. You you have such confidence, yet no ego. It's wonderful. <laughs> it's. Uh, I guess I'm still trying to figure it out. I want it. You know, I want a piece of it. That's all. If you're trying to figure it out, you'll get it. Yeah, it comes. But there's a grace you have as well, and it's it's uh, it's very nice. I hope you've enjoyed this experience. No, I haven't. I've got to get traffic. I got to drive. Kill back. Richard Chesler. Thank you for having me, and I appreciate. I know he came over to me, Bobby. Would you do with that? I do that. I go sure. I'm in. California. Well, he said he said you weren't in town very much, and then if you're doing 200 dates, that just makes sense. Right. Right. Uh, uh, do you have a place still in New York? Or do yeah, you, you do. So you. Oh, gee, I, you want to take this? Is that me? I don't know. Go. <laughs> Uh, well. <laughs> one thing I want to ask you about before, just because it's the biggest name, and we had the guy also, the, the Danbury Chive guy there, uh, uh, the BMW guy who is yeah. also from Queens, his dad, also from Queens, mm. uh, uh, is a Frank Sinatra, I don't want to say impersonator because that's not true, but he does his own show called Echoes of Sinatra. Okay. He does his own thing. We had a whole thing we played on the show yesterday. Is it true that you once opened for Frank Sinatra or that I, you did? Yes. I, I was Cher's opening act. And then I did Dolly Parton and Julio. Uh, I did Julio Iglesias, come on. To all, to the, all girls. the girls I've loved And before. a new chapter in my book is called um, road, uh, Fun Road Stories. And I get a call from Cher's manager, who's Sinatra's then, and they said to me, Bobby, we, uh, what's his name? The guy from California here. Uh, he, it was his normal opening act. He's a nice guy. He's a comic. <laughs> he got sick. And they said, Bobby, can you get over tomorrow? Because I had three weeks off. They go, could you, for the next three weeks, can you run, two weeks, can you run over to Sinatra? I go, how much? I'm a New Yorker. It's a business. Oh, Show my God. business. Yeah. And they go, you know, 25. Yeah, Frank would probably, he'd probably respect that. Right. And, well. <laughs> the chairman. <laughs> and I went, yeah. They go, you got to get over there, uh, 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 Salt Lake City, by tomorrow. I, they took me in. I got there. The guy, Jilly, his partner, his guy, big guy, his guy that keeps Security an eye guy, on yeah. yeah. He goes, all right, don't call him Frank. It's Mr. Sinatra. D- 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 He's giving me all the rules, and I, you know, my wife's Italian, so it's Frank Sinatra's. Nah, I'm. You don't look at it up to anybody, no. but there's if there were no. somebody that you gain respect, you got mine. Yes. So I went in there, and the room where he's sitting there, and all his guys are answering phones, and they're all named after parts of the body. Bobby, this is Tony the foot. This is already the arm. I go, hi, Mr. Arm. Hi, Tony the foot. I, and I was sitting there. Then the phone Tread lightly. Rang. Tread lightly, Bobby. Great story. The phone rings. Sinatra picked it up. I'm sitting like right there. Sinatra, he goes, yeah. He goes, can we have the substar come down for a sound check? I'm the substar, the opening act. He goes, he's a comedian. Just put the fucking sound up. Goodbye. And he hung up. And he looked at me. He goes, you okay with that? I went, no problem. Got no problem. <laughs> As in, just make it a hot mic. That's all. There's no, no, there's no band. There's you know, no warm up. Usually, I'd go and check it. You know, because you want to, these people are paying a lot of. Them. And I remember afterwards, I'm tr- changing and I'm going down to the local comedy club in Salt Lake City. I've never been in Salt Lake, but they're going to the comedy because I just opened for Frank. I'm the man, and I start. And they, Jilly walked in. He goes, "Hey, listen, the boss really liked you." I go, "Thanks." He goes, "All right, so tomorrow." Uh, you'll come with us to... I go, no, I'm going to go down to a local club and fool around. I'll fly in there tomorrow. They goes, maybe you didn't hear me. The boss... I go, let's go. <laughs> we got on a plane that night. Cops. Escort. Escort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I go in for that. We get on his private jet. We go to Chicago. We go to the uh, pump room. Famous. It's like 1.30 in the morning. Ten of us. We go in. We're all eating. They, they opened it for him. He's the man. Next thing you know, Don Rickles comes walking oh, in, and I'm looking up, and he comes over, and he goes, he really liked you a lot. I go, thank you, you know, and then, <laughs> then I saw the, what they were tipping the waiters. I'm going, I think that's more than I'm getting. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> For opening Probably up. was. <gasps> Holy but that smokes. was one of my Frank Sinatra's. Oh, my gosh. I'm on the... I'm, Talk about but, respect. He was one of the guys. And then when he died, I got a call. I got a uh, invitation to come to his wedding. I go, no, I saw the Godfather. They take your license plates down. My wife, Bobby, go. No, I ain't going. <laughs> wow. Oh. 
God. That's amazing. I met the kids once at this bar in Connecticut because yeah. he, they knew the owner of the family, somehow knew the owner, uh, same kind of connections. His son was the guy, uh, when I was opening for him, his son was the orchestra leader. Your ki- Frank Sinatra Jr. was the orchestra yeah. leader? No shit. And his daughter happened to be there that night. Nancy. So she says, oh, the dad. boots are made for walking yeah. and all that. My oh. dad really liked you. My dad liked you. She, she was where are you from? You know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're in the family. You could have yeah. been. Yeah. I, I got a condom on right now. <laughs> no. I'm only kidding. <laughs> I got a log in my underwear. Oh, gosh. Uh, Bobby Collins, thank you so much for being here. Thanks I for having totally me. I totally enjoyed this. This was fun. Can't Man, tell you. A pleasure to you. meet you. Thank you. Uh, Mrs. Ryan, let's see. What do we have tomorrow? Uh, oh, tomorrow is Thursday, and it's Matt Farah. The Smoking Tire will mm-hmm. be here. That's a big one for us. Friday Breakfast Club up at Newcombs, and then next week we've got Roy Firestone. So that'll be good, too. Interviewing the interviewer. That'll be oh, fun. Thanks, so. <laughs> <Good night. laughs> Thanks uh, Again, Bobby Lee. Mrs. Ryan, I love you so much. Love you, too. We love you so much, Bobby Thank Collins. You Thank so you for being Thanks here. Thanks for having me. We love everybody at home. Please love one another, and we will see you all tomorrow with The Smoking Tire, Matt Farah. Listen to it. I go, I've no idea.